0: Southeast Radio's morning mix: chat, news, and your
1: views. Morning, Alan. How are you?
0: Lovely to talk to you, Colin. Um, yeah. What are we dealing with pest-wise at the moment in this county of ours? What are the ones that are out and about and active? What type of pests?
1: Well, this the season. It's it's rodents, really, predominantly. Um, so, yeah, rats and mice would be the main the main offenders. Um, but as the spring comes in, as the the weather gets a little bit warmer. We'll have an increase in flies. Um so yeah, that's that's pretty much what we have at the
0: moment. So when you look back at the, the call outs uh, over the last year, w- was it uh, rats and mice, etc., that was the main call out yeah. or what was it? It,
1: it, it was indeed, yes. Yeah. So we, we do every year we do a we do a sort of a run of what what were the the, the predominance of call outs uh, for the previous year. And yeah, it, rats and mice they, they uh they were about sixty percent, just under sixty percent. Flies um, was next on the list, and then moths. Curiously enough, which was uh, I was surprised to see that one. Um, they're more associated with um, eating textiles. So your, your your jumper that you haven't taken out of storage for a while, suddenly when you do, <laughs> it's full of holes. So mm. we had more call outs for those um, about five percent last year, you know, which was a interesting.
0: All right, Dublin at twenty two percent was the county that accounted for the most call outs. Have any idea where we fared as a county? County Wexford, I know Mayo was uh, up there as well, and Kerry, and Galway, and Cork. How do we do? It was less. You're kind of less than four
1: percent. So yeah, less than four percent of the of the total. So it's not too bad, you know, it's not too bad at all. Uh, but there's things. There's things that we. I mean, rats and, and Mites, They're they're commensal. They they live with us. They live alongside us. So it's not. Um, there's things that we can do to try and prevent them uh, rel- relatively simply um, um, before they even get close to the buildings. You know, it's like um, look at, look around the building, just make sure that y- you don't have the obvious holes in the walls and the you know there's a the vent is missing. That's that's a classic one where somebody just hasn't replaced for want of a few pence, a few quid. You can replace the vent on your building, or the air bricks are missing. Um, they can crawl through those um, gaps under doors. Very simple things, and then the other ones is food, is leaving out food and encouraging them into the area. You know they will they will wander around quite a distance to get food. Um, so you know they they have been clocked up to you know a couple of kilometres. So they can move they can move quite a bit. Generally they're about three hundred metres, but. You want to prevent them and discourage them from coming to the area.
0: And on no occasion should you leave the back door or even windows open at the moment. <laughs> um, I, I
1: I kind of do that myself, and I, I have to I have to catch myself on. No, is not a good time to do it. So just close it behind you um, is the easiest thing, um, and don't leave it open for any length of time. Uh, you wouldn't really want to. Well, it's pretty colder. It was certainly last week. It's getting a little bit warmer now.
0: What about um, birds okay. nesting in the eaves of a house? Is that an issue? Do you do you yeah. have you have birds uh,
1: issues? I, I don't see them listed on what I have here you in front can. of me. You can, yes, indeed, we do. Um, they just didn't hit the hit list, um, but you you do, you certainly do. You guess. Um, of course, all birds are protected, so there's very little. There's, you know again, you try and keep them out. There's very little you can do once they're in. Um, so you do want to keep them out, and the eaves. Uh, is is a classic one and by the way if you get birds and uh, you've got a history of birds they've got nests and that can be also a problem you can generate secondary pests such as stored product insects but textile pests can also come and emanate from those nests because they're feeding on the on the keratin and the feathers and then they start to become a problem and they they'll manifest themselves in your house hmm. so there's you know one pest leads to another pest in many cases
0: All right, what are the common mistakes people are making then that are are attracting rodents into the homes? We've talked about leaving doors open. Our buildings, and and some buildings may have just sort of returned having been closed as people worked from home. Mm -hmm. So, when it comes to common mistakes, what are the common mistakes people are making?
1: Bins, really. It's bins, overfilling bins, not having sufficient bins for the waste. Um, So, you know, they drop the plastic bags, particularly after Christmas. Um, you, you drop the plastic bag beside your wheelie bin, um, and then you wonder why there's a little hole at the back. Or there's a, you know, apart from cats as well, can 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 damage the bags. Or dogs, um, rodents can, and it's a, it's it's free food, and it's just it's getting. Then then they, you know, they're they're not stupid. They they like things like food, water and somewhere warm to live and they you know they get close, and they go oh hang on there's a nice shed there or there's a there's a hole in the wall i'll have a look in there see so we're encouraging them to explore further and then they they get ingress into your building and so then you know it's then you have a problem
0: i know you're going to say call rent kill if you have a problem but what are the some of the solutions if you do happen to have pests sh- in your building or home that you can actually implement yourself
1: There's a whole load of things, as I said. There's, you know, there's simple things before you have to go and get anybody's help um, is discourage them. You know, have uh, clear spaces around your building. Don't stack up that uh, piece of timber like I sometimes do. (laughs) I said, I'll use that. I will use that. But, you know, move it away from the edge of the building, particularly if there's something uh, behind the building, such as pipes uh, leading into your building. So keep them clear. Keep them clean um make sure that there's no bins around um those particular areas and when you do have bins make them stackable um, you know make them make put them into the uh into the wheely bin and don't uh, don't have them encouraged. walk around your building look for gaps look for entry points um as i said air bricks um, air bricks allow your building to breathe but there's supposed to be um you know a little plastic um piece within that um air brick uh, it's not just a gap you can you can put in simple proofing materials that still helps the building to breathe, but stops rodents from entering in. The, they're the simple things, Alan. You know.
0: Yeah. Okay. Uh, there's a thing called Pest Connect. What is this, please? Don't get too commercial. Yeah. on me now, what is Pest
1: Connect? No, I won't. Not at all. So, I mean, a lot of things. We're we're, we're trying to get. Um, you know, when you think it's, I mean, the clues in the name. When you think rent rent to kill, we just kill things. It's not really what we're trying to do is pest prevention. Um, so seeing is believing. So the more we see, and the more we can detect these animals, um, it gives us the tools then to be able to effectively target that animal and hit it hard, and or, or change the situation in which it's in. Such as, as I've just said, like, you know, increasing your proofing, or or um, giving recommendations around your waste management. So Connect does it allows it. To, the, the, basically, the devices talk to us. So it does it through the cloud. We we get an alert from um, a device. It tells us what's what the, you know there's a rat or a mouse or there's an insect on, on a, uh, in in a device or it's passed through, and then we can then come out and do something about
0: it. Fair play, to you. good to talk to you. A, a, a text in. How do you uh, combat against was, uh, moths? Moths. What's what advice do you give to protect against moths?
1: Well, there are there are certain lures. It depends on what moth you're dealing with. So this case bearing clothes moth is a common one and then there's the common clothes moth. So there's two real ones that we're we, we deal with an awful lot. Um it really depends on what you have. You can get pheromone lures just to identify well where are they coming from. Um I would if, if I haven't if I've stored things, Alan, for a long period of time I'd I'd start doing a little bit of spring cleaning. Mm because they're going to be buried somewhere in probably uh, pure wool or or it's some sort of a pure textile or a, a combination, yeah. a blend. Um, so it's really finding where the source is, um, removing that particular item, because they're going to be predominantly in that location, either getting rid of the item or you can tumble dry, you can, you can wash.
0: Southeast Radio's Morning Mix. Chat, news and your views. Alan Corcoran.